and gentlemen, welcome to the Go For Two podcast where we talk about all things NFL, all things fantasy football. I am your host, Jackson Wallace. I got my buddy Lucas over here with me. How's it going, Lucas? What up? Having a good time? About to get this done. That's what I, Dude, I'm telling you, man, podcasting is like my new favorite thing. I don't know if you feel the same way, but for me, like whenever we're... Uh, we're, we're, we're sitting here doing this, and we're just talking about things that we love and things that we're passionate about. I, I just think that that's, like, one of the best things in the world, man. Right, for sure. It's a good time. And, like, I'm glad we're finally going to get this going because we've been holding off on this for a minute. Yeah, so. uh, yeah. A minute is an understatement, that's for sure. Um, but, yeah, dude, all right. So so for, for, for this uh, episode of the Go For Two podcast, I think we're going to be kind of talking about preseason, right, because that's literally tomorrow as we're recording this. Um, and so we're going to give our preseason kind of rankings. We're going to talk about some preseason injuries, some interesting stuff that has been developed. Uh, we got to talk on Zeke. Oh, my God. Me as a Cowboy fan, I am... Uh, terrifying. Oh, yeah, dude, Absolutely I, terrifying. Like, this is not what you want. No, it's your- not. Not at all, and I want to like I want to I want to just go into the season one season as a Cowboy fan mm-hmm. without any distractions. Is that too much to ask? You know, without yeah, somebody well, lingering about going to jail or yeah or something. Yeah, that, I got great. I got some stuff to say about it too. So we'll get to that when we get there. For sure, for sure, for sure. Okay, but I think we'll just kind of start off here. Uh, there's there's definitely a lot to talk about. Um, we'll, we'll save Zeke for here in a little bit. But I'd like to kind of touch on the just in general the the preseason rankings. Okay, you know, we're talking about what we have up here is we have the ESPN, uh, you know, early preseason uh, rankings. It's got one through 32. It's got projected wins on it. Super, super helpful. Super, super important. I feel like we can kind of glance over kind of the bottom ranking teams and then kind of give our opinion as we get towards the top just to kind of see. Um, Okay. You know what I mean? Um, So. Just a heads up, this is uh, May 8th, I think is the date on this, so these are super early rankings. Right. So if anyone was wondering, this isn't taken into account, like, the fact that AJ, uh, AJ Green's basically out for the rest of the year, or however long he's out. I think they're saying he's going to be out for a while, a right? Time. Man, yeah. dude, that's, that's, that's scary, dude. That, that's crazy. That's definitely affecting my fantasy draft. I'm glad we didn't draft yet, because I really like AJ Green. He usually puts up a lot of points. Yeah, for sure. All right, number number thirty-two. We got Miami. We got the Dolphins. Uh, they recently acquired Josh Rosen, right, from Arizona in a trade. Yep. Uh, I mean, do, where do you, where do you, I mean, do you feel comfortable putting them here at the at the bottom of the pack? Do you think they have a chance in the AFC East? I mean, you know. Honestly, you so I think they're pretty terrible. Uh, yeah. I have I've read some stuff though that says that Fitzmagic is winning out right now, actually beating Josh Rosen. So. Dude. I think that's pretty interesting, but I mean they don't have Jarvis. Like, I mean they can run the ball probably, but I just don't see them being able to put like a winning season together. So I'm definitely comfortable with them being in the bottom five teams. Same, same. You know, I'm not necessarily sure I'd have a 32, but I definitely have them in the bottom five. You know, they don't really have a lot, a lot to work with. Uh, they're definitely in a rebuilding. Uh, phase fits magic. I am excited to see what he could do though, because uh, I really liked what he did in Tampa Bay um, last year and the, and the even the year before. So uh, I think I think his uh, his legendary beard is definitely underestimated. Uh, okay, that's right. <laughs> Power of the beard. Uh, the it's a real magic. thing. It's really, okay. Thirty one. This is interesting. Thirty one. They have Arizona. Now, Arizona did draft Kyler Murray, right? They traded away Josh Rosen. Um, they will have a healthy uh, David Johnson. You know. 
Um, so that's so that's definitely going to definitely going to help them. They have a Hall of Famer wide receiver in Larry Fitzgerald, who I really think is going to be able to help Kyler. Um, Thirty-one seems a bit low for me. Yeah, I, I think it's low for me just because like, like okay, obviously their quarterback is going to have a rookie year, but. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't mean he's going to have a bad year, you know? And, like, right. he has good targets. He's going to have a good run game that they can rely on. I think you can ride the back of David Johnson for, you know, I mean, he can win you six games. For sure. And then your quarterback wins you three games. Well, then you're nine and seven. You have a winning season. So. Right. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, excited to see what Kyler can do. He's a bit undersized. Um, but I think he's, you know, he's been undersized his whole career, obviously. So we'll see if he can um, – if he can provide some flashy plays and uh, kind of prove the doubters wrong. So, but yeah, bottom five seems a little low for me. I'd probably have them. I think by the end of the season, they're going to be kind of that middle of the pack team. You know, obviously the, the NFC West, it's super, super competitive. Um, you know, you got Seattle over there. You have LA that's dangerous. I don't really, and you know, up and coming San Francisco with the healthy Jimmy G. I don't think they're going to be able to get out of the division. I don't see them making the playoffs, but I could see them kind of, you know, developing Kyler and being kind of that, you know, yeah, middle of the road, lower 20s type of team. For sure. I, it's it's a team that, like, you don't want to run across them, I don't think, because there's a chance that, like, Kyler just goes off and right. you see the, the Fitzgerald of old. Dude, man, he, he's so good. Like, like it's, uh, it's crazy. First ballot Hall of Famer for sure. Uh, number 30, we have our New York football giants. This makes me happy being a Cowboy fan, seeing them way, <laughs> way down low. I mean, they lost Odell. I mean, Eli has been way past aging. They do have Saquon, though, and Saquon's nasty. Yeah, he was second in uh, in rushing in total yards last year, I believe. Right behind, so. right behind Zeke, yeah. Yep, right behind Zeke. I think Zeke had like 1,400 yards or so. Right. Um, and so... I mean, I feel to me any team that has a good run game it can win any game, but I, I definitely feel them being this low. Like, I think they upgraded the offensive line a little bit, but Eli Manning can't get off his ass, and they don't have anyone to catch the football anymore, really. So, you know. Yeah, and we'll we'll, we'll see whether the new kid from Duke can uh, can come in and start later on. Um, I don't expect him to start the season. Um, but I do kind of I, I think they'll probably throw him in once the season's over, uh, you know, by you know, for them November, probably yeah. December. They might I, I, I they don't might see that happening. You don't think they're gonna one, throw him in he, and test the They should have even drafted him when they did. Like yeah. they passed over passed over better quarterbacks, in my opinion. Dwayne Haskins especially. Yeah. But like we'll have to see what he can do. Man, man. I mean I don't I don't know. I think I think he's a bench rider for a year. Yeah, learn, learn behind Eli, and then just see if see if they could upgrade the offensive line a little bit more than handing the reins in a year or so. Yeah, I really I, don't think Eli is that bad, but like he, he's not Giants terrible. Team, I think the team is falling apart. It's not him. It's not like he's falling apart. He, he's bringing the team with him. He's definitely contributed to that, but it's not all his fault. You are correct in that. The management but he, is so terrible for this team. I could not yeah. be a Giants fan. Ugh. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Moving on, 29, Cincinnati. Cincinnati hasn't been relevant in God knows how long. Not since, like, 2014. I think Andy Dalton and A.J. Green had career years in 2014. But, like, ever since then, Cincinnati just hasn't – they don't excite me. When I, when, I, when I see a Bengals game, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm just going to watch them get thrashed. 
yeah, that, that's about it. They definitely belong down here. Uh, maybe sure. even lower than some of these teams. I know, think so. I would like, have. Go ahead. Uh, like, I feel like their running game's inconsistent. AJ mm-hmm. Green is hurt now. Obviously, when this list was made, they didn't have that on there. But right. Uh, I think he's going to miss at least the first quarter of the season. Maybe more is what I read. So. Yeah, then I'll have to get back into the into the full speed of swinging things. It's going to take him a while to get back on acclimated. So they better hope they get him before the uh, the first half of the season's over. If they don't, then they can just chalk up this this season, man. I, without okay. AJ, without AJ Green, they have no hope. Yeah, they they do have a good wide receiver in Boyd, though. He's good. He's good. And and I mean they got a good tight end, but like right. I don't think Andy Dalton is a man that like he's not a star that's going to take over and take you to the TV top. For sure, for sure. I would definitely have Arizona ahead of Cincinnati. Definitely. Probably. All right, 28. Oh, man, this this is making me happy again. We got got Washington down here at 28, New York at 32. It's a two-team going to the division for my (laughs) Cowboys, man. We have some hope. But uh, but Washington, just touching them quickly. They did uh, they did sign Landon Collins in free agency, right? So they picked him up. That's huge for their defense, not only just on the field, but also in the locker room. He's definitely a leader of men. So I think that's key for him, especially with a young, impressionable quarterback like Dwayne Haskins. You know, Dwayne obviously he was passed up by New York. He wanted to go to New York, so I think he's going to have a good year this year, um, and kind of stick it to New York, especially when they play them. Uh, I, again, 28 seems right around right for me. I don't see them super high. The running game is kind of meh. Defense is average. Um, and they haven't really had a good quarterback since Kirk Cousins left. So, I think, okay, so like Cousins left. Alex, let me just say I feel so bad for the quarterback situation because of yeah. Alex Smith, how that all went down. But, like, I mean, they got a good defense. Reuben Foster is going to be able to come back. And they drafted Montez Sweat, who was an absolute animal at the combine. That is true. That is true. If you look at some of the teams that are above them, like you got the Buffalo Bills, the New York Jets, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who I think are all three garbage. So I do think the Redskins could move up some. Yeah. You know, I mean, like if you're a Cowboy fan, it's a good time. Like this is a good year. Like you aren't going to have that much competition within yourselves. Yeah, this is great for us in the NFC East. Uh, Even if I were to move Washington up, I still don't see them getting past kind of like that that twenty four. You know, 24 to 23. Oh, yeah. I um, they're not going to have a winning season. No, no. But we'll see how Dwayne Haskins does. And, and um, you know, I'm curious to see, I'm curious to see him and, and see the it's, – it's all new blood quarterbacks in the NFC East now, you know, except for obviously Eli. But Eli's probably only going to play another year or two. Uh, 27, Buffalo. Buffalo Garvey. Bills. Yeah, just – I hate the Bills. Yeah. They're, Can't I, stand them. There's really nothing else I can really say about them. The Bills, uh, they haven't really proved anything for a long time. They've been very irrelevant, especially since the 90s when they got thrashed by my Dallas Cowboys in the Super Bowl. There's nothing else I can tell you, Buffalo. you got to improve. Go ahead. The best best things they've done, man, is like LaShawn McCoy be their halfback and Mm -hmm. their quarterback jumped over a dude. Like, like that's like it. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're just – it's bad. It's bad. It's really bad. Uh, moving to 26, New York, the Jets. All right. Okay. Um, picking up Le'Veon Bell. That's huge. That's huge. They also picked up Ty Montgomery. So yes. I'm not sure exactly how that's going to work. They're going to go kind of a 1-2. They're going to throw Ty out in the slot maybe a little bit. Uh, we'll see. 
but definitely picked up a couple new backs from there. Uh, Sam Darnold entering his second year seems to be maturing a little bit more. Um, I'm excited for New York. I don't think they quite get there yet. The projected wins on here from ESPN are seven. That sounds about right. Six to seven for me. Yeah, um, I can I can see that five to five to seven, and like everyone is so high on Sam Darnold, and I don't like he he didn't show it to me right. Not yet, right? Le'Veon Bell, no Le'Veon Bell had a whole year off, dude. So that is terrifying to me. So scary. Yeah, he's, he's, he's been out of the game, so getting back into game speed, I think the preseason will be big for him. I don't think he's going to play too much, but definitely getting back in and getting those reps are key. Uh, but he's definitely fresh, that's for sure. His legs are fresh. He's had a year off, so we'll see We'll see what he can do. 25, Tampa Bay. This has to be Jameis Winston's last shot, right? Oh, dude. I, right? He's backup quarterback after this year. Call has to it. be. Has to be. I mean, how many times are we going to give this guy the reins and he's not performing? You know, especially with his off-the-field issues, I think that's a problem. Um, uh, I know they lost um, – who did they lose? I think it was Gerald McCoy. Okay. The, oh, yeah. yeah, they lost Gerald McCoy. I think he went to Carolina. So, uh, they lost a leader on their defense. Um, and we'll they see. lost Jackson. Yeah, and they're in a tough division, man. Yeah, they lost to Sean, too. They're in a super tough division because uh, I think Atlanta is definitely underrated. The Saints, I think Drew Brees has another MVP year in him. Uh, Carolina Cam's looking to be back in form. So Tampa Bay, I expect to finish at the bottom of the barrel there in the NFC South. 24, Detroit Lions. Matthew Stafford, my man from Georgia. Um, Only person. Only person on the team. That's it, man. <laughs> that's it. Everybody else has left him, uh, including Golden Tate. It's just uh, it's a bit rough. Uh, I expect them to finish bottom in the NFC North. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have a resurgence. He's been kind of banged up over the last two years. We'll see how he gets how he uh, meshes with their new uh, with their new head coach. Um, Chicago is definitely a force to be reckoned with. As of now, their defense is ridiculous, led by Khalil Mack. Um, who else in the NFC North? And the Vikings um, as well. Uh, I definitely put the Vikings over the Lions. I, I'm not yeah. buying the Vikings yet, but we'll see. What do you think about Detroit? Uh, just, I mean, like I said, you know, I mean, it's, Matthew Stafford's going to go out and he's going to throw for at least 300 yards and an interception, and they're going to lose. <laughs> that's, I feel as like you, that's what happens every week. So. As usual, and as per use, good to have on fantasy if you want a bunch of yards, but terrible sure. to have as a fantasy, as a franchise quarterback. Fantasy, honestly. He really does. 23, the Raiders. Oakland, hard knocks, hard knocks team this right. year, too. Oh, I haven't. So I haven't watched any hard knocks, but the Raiders just make me want to throw up. <laughs> Why do they make you want to throw up? Uh, it's just I think their quarterback is overrated, and Antonio Brown's gone there now, and everyone thinks that he's the second coming of Jesus, and that they're going to win the Super Bowl this year. Definitely not. Them and the Browns, like like that's all I've heard. I've also, heard a lot of hype around Cleveland. I've heard a lot of hype around Cleveland. That's all I've heard. Cleveland and Oakland, just like one of them's going to win the Super Bowl this year. Like absolutely not. Yeah, definitely not, bro. There's no way. There's I, no I way. Do, I like where they're at. Like, I don't think these other teams are better than them. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. Well, Hard Knock starts August 6th on HBO. Be sure to give it a watch if you are curious. Um, I'll definitely be watching. And I think if we can figure out a way for me and Lucas to both watch, we'll give kind of our takes on each episode as they come out. Uh, 22, Denver Broncos. 
okay. Yeah, middle of the pack. You know, a little towards the, towards the inside. They picked up Joe Flacco. So that that's their quarterback. That's their guy. I feel like, they, you know, ever since Peyton Manning left, they haven't found their guy. And they've tried Paxton Lynch. They've tried, who else did they have? Like Trevor Simeon, I think, at one point or somebody like that. Like, I, they, they, they just can't find a guy. Is, is, <laughs> is Joe Flacco the answer? Um, I mean, he's the answer if you're like, all right, I don't want the team to be terrible. But yeah. you also don't, like, he's not going to take your team over the top, you know. Sure. But, but I mean, he's he's their best quarterback they've had since Peyton, in my opinion. I agree. In my head. I agree. I mean, he has a ring, right? He did it back in 2012 with the Ravens. Um, he's proven that he can be clutch in big moments, that he can pass for 4,000 yards. Right, that he could pass for 32 touchdowns, but we'll, we'll, we'll just have to see if he can put it all together in Denver. Um, I think this basically buys them time. Right, it gives them a shot at the wild card, um, while still looking and searching for and developing their next Peyton Manning. Um, but I think that's all kind of Joe Flacco does is buys you a little bit of time, which is sad to see yeah. when you have a talent like Von Miller on the defensive side. Yeah. He's such a good player, and these years, basically in his prime, are kind of being wasted. Um, def- definitely have an upshot upset potential, right? If they get into the wild card, you know, they're maybe they get a. I doubt they get a home game, but if they get into the wild card and they're playing team, you know, Von Miller can cause uh, can cause problems. Joe Flacco may be able to get you a playoff win, but definitely not getting past the second round. Not in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. I think it, it rides on Flacco. The season rides on Flacco, good or bad. I'm rooting for him, man. I'm rooting for him. Haven't seen him up in the up in the uh, top ten quarterback discussion list in a long time, long, long time. Twenty-one, San Francisco 49ers. All right, Kyle Shanahan, the mastermind behind the uh, Atlanta Falcons 2017 uh, playoff run. Uh, got Jimmy G. He, they look. Hey, they look great at the beginning of last year before Jimmy went down. Yeah, and like. I just, I just feel like they're better. I mean, they added Nick Bosa. He's going to come in and do stuff immediately. Yeah. And then they got D Ford, right? They did. And so, yeah. And, and like, it's just, they're kind of a dark horse team to me. You know, like, they're down here at 21, and they might be a, a 21 team, but they could also be a top 10 team. Yeah, in, I was going to say. I was going to say, I think by the end of the year, if, assuming Jimmy G stays healthy, you just signed D4 to an $85 million contract, you picked up Nick Bosa, who is an absolute impact player right off the start, can can start immediately for you and be impactful, I think they could finish in the top 10. Assuming they stay healthy, I like Kyle Shanahan's offense, I like his schemes, I like Jimmy G, we'll just have to see if they can put it all together uh, and make a run out of wild card. Don't see them really getting out of, uh, getting out of the division but it's possible. I think they're the, they're the biggest threat to the Rams right now. Um, number 20, Carolina. Is is Cam, back to 2015 Cam, is he in Cam form? Is he super Cam? No. Okay. I, dude, I just, uh, I, feel like, I feel like Cam is a good quarterback. Like, he could win a Super Bowl. But, like, right. the rest of your team has to be a Super Bowl team. <clears throat> yeah. And... You know, I mean, they lost Julius Peppers. He retired. Yeah, they did. He was a big locker room uh, guy as well. You know, maybe a little bit older, didn't really produce as much on the field, but huge to have in the locker room in terms of experience and leadership. And and honestly, I kind of 
I get kind of annoyed by Cam Newton sometimes, just okay. a little bit. I feel I feel like he's a, he's got a little drama queen in him, little, right? Little, little much sometimes. Little extra. And so I mean I think Carolina is just a middle of the pack team, and yeah. I, I don't think I don't think Cam can change anything about that right now. Right, right, yeah. Started six and two last year and choked. Yeah, I mean really they looked really good, and but then like you said just kind of fell off. We'll we'll see. Definitely a tough division with the Saints and the Falcons looming over them. Uh, Nineteen, and I feel this is disrespectful. This oh, is disrespectful. The okay. Dallas Cowboys at nineteen, the bottom I mean, half of the of the NFL. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Look, did you make the playoffs last year? We, we we certainly did. We won a playoff game. Yeah. So I mean, you wouldn't think you'd be this low, but. At the same time, right now it doesn't look that bad. I mean, it's looking like you might lose Zeke. Oh, <laughs> oh, man, that hurts my heart. Why does he have to do it, man? Like, we have we have this year. Like, we have this year. All the pieces came back together. Jason Witten came off of Monday Night Football to come back to the team. Refreshed, yeah. re-energized, rejuvenated because he saw something. He saw something that Dallas had. He's like, you know what? They're doing pretty good. I can make a difference. I can help this team. I can provide leadership in the locker room. A huge thing that Julius Peppers did in Carolina, right? Right. So it's just, I mean, the it, whole, this is disrespectful. 19. I'm so sad. I think 19 is a team. Like, that's where they can be at if, no Dak, if Dak is just a, a basic quarterback and teams just stop the run. I think I think if they just if they can shut down the Dallas Cowboy run every week, which is, like, impossible <laughs> – but you know, like, right. then I think 19 is a good place. But if Dak got better, Amari Cooper is isn't holding out. Like he's out there. He's he won is. a new contract, he's, but he's yeah. out there for training camp. He's out there in training camp. He's catching the balls. He's got he's got the routes going. He I I, I really feel like Dak is a better player than people give him credit for. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't think he's a top five quarterback. I don't even really think he's a top ten quarterback. Right? He's kind of that middle of the road, ten through fifteen. Because you could plug him in there wherever you want. He. The, where he excels is his intangibles, his leadership, his off the field, his professionalism, his presence in the locker room, his ability to convert third downs. I'm t- Dak Prescott leads the league right now, and, and ever since he's entered the league, he has led the league in fourth quarter comebacks. Okay, Dak, there, there's something special about that. Moving the offense, giving what the defense, taking what the defense gives him, and moving the ball at the field. But yes, a lot of that is dependent on the run game and the rushing attack of Ezekiel Elliott. If we don't have that threat, right? If they don't have to put seven in the box or eight in the box to contain Zeke, right? Because he, he opens up all the play actions, all the bootlegs, right? All the hitch and goes. He, he opens all of that up. And so I, I'm upset with Zeke right now. I really am upset, and I, really, I just need him to come back, okay? Suck it up. All right, come back. Let's let's, let's get this bread. Let, let's 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 move forward in the playoffs because we have a chance. There's something special. We have a, a window of opportunity that I swear, yeah. if gets overlooked by Zeke going to Cabo, then I'm I, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> lose. I'm gonna lose so, but, myself, man. Yeah, but for sure, like I think they're a little low, honestly. Like I I think they have the potential to be a top ten team if you have Zeke for a full season. That yeah. got better. Uh, Y'all added Robert Quinn from Miami, who's sure a good did. pass rusher, and sure a did. young, a long, a young stud defense. 
Like, really. Like, oh, y'all dude. Got, Leighton Vander Esch, Jalen Smith. Are you kidding me? Right? Sean Lee? Oh, my gosh. Marcus Lawrence. Demarcus Lawrence. So we just, lo- we just locked him up. How- Jesus. He's got, he's got that paper. He's got it. It's right. right there. Like, you know what gets me, though? What gets me is that Jacksonville Jaguars is at 18. All right. Okay, we're better than the Jaguars. That's what I'm saying. It, it's like, it's like, oh, we signed Nick Foles, so we're we're not the worst team in the league anymore. I I hate Jacksonville. Jacksonville <laughs> is one of the most talking. Like, like they think they are so good, and yeah. they are, and like, like, what do you have to show for it? You got Jalen Ramsey coming out of the back of a like a armored bank truck with money bags and stuff because he wants his new contract. Oh, dude. And I'm just like, like, you're the problem. So extra. Like, their locker room, the coaches have lost control of the locker room. The locker room is terrible, mm-hmm. right? That's that's all I've heard. Yeah. You got people last year, when they went and did their game in London, you got people getting kicked out of clubs and arrested, right? Players on your team. And so, like, you don't bring Nick Foles in, who is a good guy, like, obviously upgrade from Blake Bortles. Yeah. <clears throat> but you don't just bring a quarterback in and just – And that solves all, right, all their culture, problems culture's changed and and all this stuff like no like you brought okay you brought nick Foles in but number one he's not an amazing quarterback like he he won with the eagles which was a stat team they had their cap maxed out but 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 he did perform he did perform big moments and he is way 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 better than blake borders okay so they so they so they really did upgrade that position but i do agree with you that's the upgrading one position is not going to fix your team right but i mean you got Leonard Fournette couldn't play for most of the year last year. Yeah. And then you also have uh, – who's the linebacker they lost? Oh, was goodness. It, uh, was it Miles Jack? I think it was. It just quit. It just taking some time off. <laughs> he's out. He's, he's gone. He's not hurt. He ain't hurt or nothing. And so I'm just like, you know, you're, this team ain't that good. And they I, – I just can't stand how much they talk, man. This team talks a lot. I'm a Titans fan, and we have owned them two years in a row when they're supposed to just be godsends right now. Like, they're mm-hmm. just amazing. Like, people thought they were going to win the Super Bowl last year, and they folded because they're just a bunch of talkers. And that's it. Well, we can skip right over 18. That was Jacksonville Jaguars. Let's go straight into 17. Baltimore. Okay, really? I, you got Lamar. Okay. They got Lamar Jackson ahead of, of, ahead of Dak? Dude, Lamar Jackson, I cannot believe this man is a starting quarterback in the NFL. I what? really cannot. Like, it hurts. What? It hurts my soul. But it, I, they uh, drafted Hollywood Brown. So yeah. maybe he can come in and do some stuff. Um, But in my head, like, I think they do, Jacksonville's better than them. They got a stud defense. But... They got stud defense. They got speed. They do have speed on the offense. Right, they picked up Marquise Brown, their first round pick. He's among the fastest players, right from from the combine. Same thing from uh, Miles uh, Boykin, their third round selection. He was among the twenty fastest receivers at the at the combine. That dude is they are speedy man, and they can fly. But I don't think seventeen. I think seventeen is too high for them. I would definitely have them below Dallas and probably below Jacksonville at this point. I don't believe in Lamar Jackson yet. He is a, He's a special talent. He's fast. We'll see what he can do. But if he takes one big hit, man, and we saw what happened with RG3, right? In that playoff game, he took a big hit from Haloti Nada. 
right actually I don't think it was a playoff game I think it was just a regular season game he, he took yeah. a big hit from Haloni Nada right to the knee and his career was never the same ever since and he and and, and Lamar Jackson isn't even as built as RG3 right no, RG3 that man's a toothpick yeah for real so <laughs> if, it, all it takes there. is one big hit and his career is over so he has to be careful let him loose let him let him throw the ball let him run it let him do his thing let him be flashy whatever that's fine but he just has to be careful because he's one hit away from being out of the league yeah they belong at like 22. Yeah, I think I agree. All right, let's start picking up the pace a little bit here. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, 16. Uh, they lost uh, two of the killer bees, right? Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. You can argue that's definitely approved the locker room, okay? Will Juju uh, face Juju? Will he yes. be able to step up and, 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 and be that number one threat? I certainly hope so. I'm certainly rooting for him, right? Yeah. And, um, and and we'll, we'll see how they can – we'll see what they can do. Big Ben – he is. He's definitely a Hall of Famer. Don't know if I'm first ballot, but he's got a pair of rings for with him, and yeah, uh, I I definitely believe in Mike Tomlin. Uh, I don't, and yeah, I I do like them to take the division. I do. I think it'll be I, them in Cleveland. I think they do. I think they get it. James Conner, that James Conner, bad man. Yes, that he is. A is. Good, solid halfback. Every Sunday, showing up, getting stuff done. I, yeah, I mean, I I think they win their division, definitely. I in agree. My head. Uh, number fifteen, Cleveland. They're ranked just ahead of Pittsburgh. I think you know. I you know, don't get me wrong. Cleveland's got a lot of talent, right? They have a lot of big pieces. They got Jarvis Landry, um, who is joined by his LSU teammate Odell Beckham Jr. Right? OBJ is as flashy as a wide receiver as it comes. He is literally a walking brand. He is in and of himself. They picked up Kareem Hunt, Olivier Verdon, and uh, Sheldon Richardson. Right? They have a lot of key pieces. Um, as well as Miles Garrett on the defensive end. Uh, uh, Baker Mayfield, he's a good quarterback. I think he could possibly be great. He's going into his sophomore year. But but how? I, I'm just wondering. Cleveland, they really excelled last year when there were zero expectations, okay? They won three games in three years, right? It was something ridiculous like that. Now with the expectations, the projected wins are at 8.8. They're, they're, they're projected to have a winning season. Yeah. Is Cleveland going to be able to handle that pressure? My honestly, my thing is, is like back to the culture part. Like you have Odell, Jarvis Landry, Kareem Hunt. This man was on tape beating a woman. Yeah, yeah he was. <laughs> like, like he got kicked off, arguably the number one offense in the league last year, because yeah. of what he was doing. And so I, I like, I don't think they can put it together in one year. Maybe right. maybe next year if they can get their stuff going. But this def- is a lot of this is a lot of big heads, man. You got a lot of big big talent coming in, and and yeah, it's and scary. If they're winning, and they're riding high, they are going to be dangerous. But Week where one. I but where I'm curious is when they take that first hard loss, right? They get Week punched. One. They get punched in the mouth, and I, I I'm not I'm not sure how they're going to respond. Are we going to be kicking field goal nets on the sideline again? Is that is that what it's going to be? I hope so. Week one, baby. Play oh the yeah, they're matched up with Week Tennessee. One, is, I favored Tennessee that in that game. Oh my god, I am absolutely terrified, absolutely terrified. Um, just because, like, like they're gonna come out there and they think they're winning the Super Bowl. No, they're coming like, out hot. They're coming out with you the fire. Any of them, and so like, so I need if the Titans come out though and just and like the Titans are a physical team, and I think if the Titans come out and just pound them, mm-hmm. I I just feel like. 
That like they need they need the notches taken down. Honestly, a week one beating would be so good for the Browns if it they really want to have a good season. It would. So. And they, they, then they, then it's a wake up call. It's like, oh, we're not who we thought we were. Right, yeah, they'll, they'll Romeo probably crash us though. We'll so throw expect back them there. to win like fifty-seven to zero, and uh, then go on to lose the rest of their games for the rest of the year. Sounds about right to me. Fifteen, <laughs> I, I, that's fine with me having them there. Uh, I definitely see them. I can see them getting a wild card, possibly making the playoffs. Baker, I, I do, I do think he is something special. He's a leader among men. He's 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 charismatic. He uh, seems like he's a good dude. Um, we'll see. We'll see how they how, how they do. Uh, I'm definitely curious. Fourteen, Seattle. Right, seems about right for them. Projection wins at eight point four. You got the highest paid quarterback in the league now at Russell Wilson, and that's it. Uh, yeah. Losing Doug Baldwin, um, not I having a lo- seem lower. Yeah, yeah. Like, they did make the playoffs last year, but but they made the playoffs last year and they lost. I still keep going back to Dallas. I gotta stop. I gotta stop being favorite. I gotta be stop being biased. <laughs> but. It, you know, Seattle's still Seattle. They have the culture, right? They have Pete Carroll. They have Russell Wilson. They can make something happen, potentially some upsets, but I don't see them getting out of the West. Uh, maybe competing for a wild card team, but they really don't have a lot of the surrounding pieces around Russell Wilson. They have an overpaid quarterback. I'm, I'm, don't worry, get me wrong. I'm happy for him. Russell Wilson's a nice guy, but uh, I don't know if he's going to be able to make it happen this year. Uh, 13. This is your team. Woo! Titans. I'll go. Your, your turn. Go ahead. I rambled my about turn. my Dallas team. Okay. Um, so, I mean, looking at, looking at like, okay, so Green Bay is above them. I think they're better than Green Bay. Really? Uh, yeah, I mean, who else does the, we'll, we'll get to the Packers, but, I mean, I feel like they don't really have anything. We beat them two years ago, mm-hmm. and they've lost people since then in my head. So, you know, but uh, I'm really excited for the Titans. Um, Mariota's been doing really well in training camp. We brought in uh, we brought in the quarterback from Miami to put some pressure on him. Yeah. And then I mean Derrick Henry. You know the the second half of the second half of the year last year, Derrick Henry is the hottest hottest running back in the game. And he dude his ninety nine yard run. Yeah, that was insane. Run. He I was, was in throwing the people crazy. Um, we got Adam Humphreys in the slot. He was like the number one slot receiver. Uh, That's that a big upgrade. Agency. And then Corey Davis broke out a little bit last year, so I'm looking for him to be our number one wide receiver, have a big year. I think he's a fantasy sleeper. I, I would agree with that. We got Adam Humphreys and A.J. Brown, who we just drafted. I think he's going to be able to come in and add some stuff as long as he can stay healthy. And, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. We don't have we don't have Taylor Lewine, our star left tackle for the first four games of the year, but uh, we brought in Roger Saffold from the Rams. He was like the number one left guard last year, I believe. Oh yeah, so, Rise on there too. Good dude. Good dude. I'm excited. The defense, oh man. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. That defense. That's a bad defense. Chance to make playoffs they have ESPN has it at thirty five percent. I would definitely put it at fifty two percent. Um, I feel like they could they could easily win that division, especially when we're talking about Andrew Luck possibly having a cap being hurt with a calf injury. We'll see. How, we'll talk about how serious that could be later. But Jacksonville, yeah, they picked up Nick Foles, but they, I just don't think they you know like you said with the culture, don't think it's going to work necessarily in the locker room. Houston, Deshaun Watson is definitely dangerous when healthy. Uh, JJ Watt is a force to be reckoned with. DeAndre Hopkins is disgusting. I think they're your biggest competition. Uh, I would have said the Colts. 
But if you don't have Andrew Luck, you don't have much of a season. So we'll, it just really depends on that, right? Um, yeah. Definitely um, a, a wild card team. I would expect a wild card team from Tennessee. Real quick, I just want to yeah. add that like y'all were Dallas was stomping the Titans last year, and Dak threw an interception to Kevin Byard, yeah. which which changed the game. And by the way, <clears throat> Kevin Byard is now the highest signed, highest paid uh, safety in the league. So congratulations to that man. He's a real good guy. Yeah, he is. He's so dangerous, man. Oh my god, that dude's so good. I mean, like, Pro Football Focus has him number three since he's came into the league, and he's, like, number one in interceptions since he came into the league. Special so, talent, for sure. The special crazy. talent. Yeah. Uh, moving ahead, number 12, NFC North. I looked I looked for this team to win the NFC North this year. I feel like Aaron Rodgers is going to come back with a vengeance. He's been kind of battling some injuries over the past couple of years, and they got better on defense. They drafted young, fast, Fly to the ball, uh, defensive players. They brought Pre- Preston Smith, Zadarius Smith, Rashawn Gray. They picked up at number twelve. I feel like this defense can be top five scary. What? Right? I feel like this no. defense could be top five defense scary. Okay, they wow. have they have done nothing over the past three years except draft defense, draft, draft, draft defense. Give Aaron Rodgers a fallback whenever if if there is an issue that he has a defense he can lean on. He hasn't had that throughout his entire career. My question is with the new coach. It, does, it seems like they're implementing a brand new offense. I think that's a mistake for Aaron Rodgers. I feel like he's had the same terminology for 13 years since he went in the league and changing that on him right now when he's ready to come back and have an MVP-like performance this year. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, as my friend, as a, he's not my friend, but as my idol, Stephen A. Smith says he is a bad man, okay? Aaron Rodgers is going to remind everybody he's a top five quarterback this year because everybody has him lower than everybody else. Top five? Top five. This man, this man is top three, okay? Agreed. I think. Aaron Rodgers top Agreed. three. Why does everybody Rodgers- have, people have Baker higher than him right now. I am, I am flabbergasted. Look, bro, like, I, I I want you to know I wrote this down. I okay. have a folder, and it says Jackson's Hot Takes, and it literally says Green Bay Top 5 Defense. All right, that is atrocious, Book number it. one. All right, but I don't I don't know, man. Uh, the Titans, like, we deal, we, you know, we got a little experience with the, the flashy offense that my man was supposed to bring in last year, and now he's the head coach of Green Bay, and so... I just, I, I ugh, ooh, it's a scary year for Green Bay. I, I think they're way below twelve. I think, I yeah, I think it's gonna be a bad year. I think they have a losing record, seven I, wins. I think twelve. I think ten would be an appropriate spot, right? I don't think they're giving Aaron Rodgers the respect that he deserves. And I think he's gonna remind the league this year of why he deserves to be higher, especially over this Minnesota Vikings team, which comes at number eleven. Kirk Cousins is definitely not better than Aaron Rodgers. I don't care what anybody says. They do have. Uh, Adam Thaline, Stephon Diggs, Kyle Rudolph, Dalvin Cook. Those are tremendous weapons uh, for Minnesota. Okay, uh, Obviously, they had to fix their O-line. Seems like they might have done that. Um, we'll, we'll see to what effect that happens. But Minnesota at 11, eh, I guess. I have Green Bay taking the division. Minnesota maybe competing for a wild card spot. What about you? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think they're playoff contenders, Super Bowl contenders, like they're a good team. They are if a good they team. Can, if they can put it all together, then they can win a Super Bowl. I agree. Right? Like it can happen. Um, I think it depends on staying healthy. That's that's a big problem. That that seems like every every team's problem, man. If you can stay healthy, especially uh, going into late into the season, then you definitely have a shot. 
Um, Philly, number 10. I feel like they should be higher, uh, especially adding – and this it pains me to say that they should be higher than 10, but they should be. They added Deshaun Jackson, okay, and he is as speedy as they come. He returns to the team that drafted him, the team where he exploded and transcended the NFL with his flashy plays. I really think that's a huge pickup for him. They also have Alshon Jeffrey opposite of him, okay? You have Carson Wentz coming back. He had an MVP-like performance until he got hurt two years ago throughout the entire season, and, and I think they're dangerous. Yeah. I, I, re- I, mean, I really, really do. Like, this is a – they're going to win the NFC East, and it pains me to say that, but I think they are. I think Dallas is going to end up competing for a wild card spot, especially if we don't have Zeke. If we have Zeke, that might be a different story. We beat him twice last year. My problem – my problem with Philly is that <clears throat> uh, I believe they lost a couple of key pieces on their defensive line. They did. Uh, they did. And then, I mean, is Carson Wentz going to be like he was last year? Because towards the end of the year, you know, like like he got hurt again, right? It's all and about his durability. Nick Foles, Nick Foles comes back, and you got people on the team saying that they like Nick Foles as the quarterback better. Yeah, they and like the style of the, offense better. Well, the offense clearly played better. It like, did. Like, it was clearly that the Eagles were better with him. So, uh, I think you worry about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But they brought in Jordan Howard, halfback. It's a huge pickup. That's a stout man. Mm-hmm. He's an animal. They're and going to the so, one-two like, punch, him and Darren Sproles. I mean, like, you're going to have him. I don't think Darren Sproles is going to play much longer. Um, They'll bring him in for some key situations. Oh, yeah. I, but I, I think he said that he's gonna only going to play for another year or two. So yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're right. really wanting to work, if you're really wanting to work that. Think about like, it, man. That dude now. was that dude was playing uh, back. He was a back. He's original backup to LT. Yeah. Right. Back in the San Diego Charger days. But yeah, Philly, they could be very dangerous. It is, but it is highly dependent. You are exactly right on the durability and the health of Carson Wentz because they don't have a Nick Foles to fall back on anymore. So that 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 that's where it gets dangerous. If Carson Wentz can stay healthy. He could possibly have an MVP-like year, but he has to stay healthy, man. He has approved that in the past couple years. Um, we beat them twice. Just throw that in there before we move to number nine. Number nine, Atlanta. I feel like this is one of the most underrated teams coming into the year. Atlanta? I so, do. They just ain't been the same since they got came back on, man. man they got up, scary up, dreams. They've yeah, been they, haunted by up, shadows and shit. Yeah, up, up 28 to three. Three minutes left in the third. Ooh, that has got to haunt Matty Ice's dreams forever and For ever. Sure. That he, he's never going to live that down. He's always going to be reminded of it. People are going to ask him questions about that, even when he's like, you know, fifty, and he's doing a random speech somewhere. People are going to ask him about that. No one's ever going to forget it. Um, right. But they have a lot of key pieces, right? Julio, he's actually sitting out the preseason. Uh, he doesn't want to get hurt. I don't blame him for that. Um, nope. Yeah, he said he was sitting out the preseason. Um, no, I, I was. I said that like I don't blame him. Like, yeah, no. definitely yeah. don't. Definitely don't blame him. Um, and they also have Calvin Ridley, right? He's a special talent from the combine last year. Um, they have Devonte Freeman. He seems to be back healthy. They have pieces on the offensive line. Their defense has been eh, subtle, subtly improved. But I feel like, you know, Matty Ice last year he, he threw for. Um, I think he was twenty yards under his MVP MVP year. In 2017, um, and that was last year with all the injuries. Uh, they are definitely they they lost a couple games within three points. Um, I think Atlanta is right there on the cusp 
to take the division from New Orleans. But New Orleans is going to be a tough nut to crack. But I, I have them as kind of one of my, my sleeper teams this year. I, f- I feel that. They're definitely an under-radar team. Like, they're sneaky good. It mm-hmm. it just depends on – I think it depends on if Matt Ryan comes out and he's Matty Ice mm-hmm. or if he comes out and he's Matt Ryan. You right. Know? You never know. You never know. Good good fancy pick, though. Pretty consistent. Pretty pretty sure. consistent. Uh, Houston, number eight, Deshaun Watson. Right? He's unbelievable. Uh, J.J. Watt on defense, you always have to account, account for where he is on the field. Um I mean, you know more about Houston than I do. You guys play them twice a year. Do you think yeah. eight's fine for them? Do you think they're a little too high, no. maybe? I, I think they're too high, personally. I like – like, they don't have – they don't have just an animal running back, right? Right. Like, they don't have a guy that's going to come in and just tear you up every week. Mm-hmm. And Deshaun Watson was the most hit quarterback last year. And so, like, right. it's scary. That's a problem, for like, sure. I mean, I know – so they drafted two linemen – uh, number 23 overall and number 55. And 23 might be able to step in. I don't know if 55 can just come in like that. But uh, it's just, I don't know. It's just a little sketchy to have them at eight when their quarterback that drops back and runs around all over the place mm-hmm. could just get destroyed at any second. Also, yeah. the Titans beat them last year off a of fake punt, all right? So, I yeah, you were fe- you were feeling after that game. I remember you texting me. Some questionable stuff going on. Like we literally fake punt, got a touchdown. So that's crazy. He's Deshaun Watson's definitely a special talent. If they can protect him. They have a chance. You know, I feel like they have a top three wide receiver in the game right now. DeAndre Hopkins, oh, arguably arguably so top good. two. That dude's I think ridiculous. He's one. Yeah, I think he's number one just because the hands. If he doesn't drop him, anything. Man, if you have seen him in person, he has huge hands. And that he, is crazy. Like, most people, like, you hear about most people, like, catching the ball, and, like, the ball comes to them. I think DeAndre Hopkins, like, he chases the ball. He goes after mm-hmm. the ball, and he catches that ball. He attacks that thing. It is crazy. He does. Crazy. He's that so dude, good. He has, that dude's insane. Oh, yeah. uh, number seven, let me, you want to talk about teams that have nightmares. Number seven, Chicago Bears. Uh, a missed botched field goal at the end of the playoffs could have sent them to the uh, to the NFC Championship game, or the uh, – to division around. But uh, Chicago, Mr. Trubisky, up-and-coming player. They lost Jordan Howard. That's going to affect them. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Tar Cohen gives them a little uh, flexibility with his pass catching. But, you, you know, it, seven seems a little high of me for Chicago. I really, really like their defense. I don't buy Mr. Trubisky yet. Nope. Not yet. I need to see a little bit more. Uh Moving through this because I know we want to talk about some of the stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. Chargers, number six. Uh, sounds about right. They're definitely loaded. Phillip Rivers, but he is getting older. Uh, his window of opportunity to win a Super Bowl is rapidly closing. If they're going to do anything, it has to be over the next two years. I don't think he's going to be able to be as uh, as good long-term as, say, a Tom Brady is. Tom Brady is just special. Phillip Rivers, although he is really good, I think he's going to end up finishing his uh, career being as one of the best quarterbacks to never win at all. For sure. Yeah, uh, Colts number five. This is highly contingent upon uh, the uh, upon Andrew Luck being healthy. Now they did say calf kind of strain. I believe that was the uh, what they said uh, in the news reports today. Uh, calf strain. We'll have to see how bad that is because we we all know they were comparing Kevin Durant to him. Kevin Durant had a calf issue. 
uh, he came back too soon and ended up tearing his Achilles. So we'll just I know that they're being overly cautious as they should be. I don't expect him to play in the preseason at all. We'll just have to wait over the coming weeks as he gets evaluated with MRIs to know more. But I would feel terrible for Indy if Andrew Luck was out. I know you wouldn't. I know you'd be singing for the moon. Uh, <laughs> well, I just I can't. It's hard. It's hard for me to be happy because Andrew Luck's a good guy. Really. He is. He is. He's a great quarterback. Good dude. I don't think. I, and I was just joking. I don't think anybody would be happy. But you would acknowledge the fact that your division would be a little bit easier. Oh, incredibly easier. Uh, they're, they're the obvious favorites to win the AFC South. For 100%. sure. Definitely definitely favorites to win the AFC South. Uh, possible AFC title game hopes. Um, New England Patriots, number four. Tom Brady seems to defy father time years as years pass. There was a report that came out today that Brady said that he his ball, um, throwing the ball speed was faster and that he himself is faster and that he was looking forward to next offseason because he's going to implement the same training exercises that he did this year, which makes me that tells me that he really is planning on playing till 45. I don't know if he's actually going to do it. Patriots, you can never count them out. They're projected at 10 and a half wins. That sounds about right. I'm, I'm never going to doubt Tom Brady. He's a GOAT. I, I, I think number four is too low. I, I mean, I like, agree. you got the greatest quarterback of all time. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you, like, how are, how are you going to put them above the Rams, who didn't win the Super Bowl, the Saints, yeah. who didn't win the Super Bowl, and the Chiefs, who, by the way, also did not win the Super Bowl. Like, it's amazing. <laughs> like, the Patriots, you, they should be top two until Tom Brady leaves. They should always. be. They should be. Tom is just that guy. He's just that guy. There, there, there's no other way to put it. Goat. Goat. And until Goat's gone, top two. Uh, Rams number three, Jared Goff kind of coming into his own a little bit. Todd Gurley, we'll see how healthy he is. Uh, he did, Todd Gurley did get that big contract. Last year, we're going to talk about that going into Zeke, right? Four-year, $57.5 million extension uh, just before training camp last year. That according to um, Pro Football Focus. So, anyway, it's LA, 10.1 wins. I have them as a favorite to win the NFC West. Um, I see no reason why their offense can't still compete as they did last year. Um, they did v- add veteran pass rusher Clay Matthews, so that's definitely going to help out them out in the locker room, give them a little more of a pass rush. Uh, and any help that Aaron Donald could get on that defensive side will be welcome. Uh, I, you know, Again, I want to have them over the Patriots, but 10, 10 wins sounds right. Yeah, it just I think it depends on Jared Goff, and uh, it depends on – they're Todd Gurley, you know, he's mm-hmm. got to stay healthy. And then they lost a bunch of people on the offensive line, so we'll have to watch that too. Yeah, that, that, if they can't protect Jared Goff, they can't, they can't move the ball, and that's going to be a problem, especially if Gurley's uh, nursing kind of that weak knee. Uh, number two, New Orleans Saints. Uh, you know, I'm a big Breeze fan. This still feels too high for them. I know they were completely robbed last year in the NFC Championship game. That pass interference call, again, will haunt them forever. Completely blown call. They really should have been in the Super Bowl. Um, Brees continues to impress. He continues to have record year performances. Um, I expect them to win the NFC South. Uh, Ten wins sounds right. Possibly see them at twelve, but you know, like we said for Philip Rivers, the window is closing on another championship run from Drew Brees last year. I thought that was it. I thought that was the year. Seemed not turned out not to be the case. Next year or two is pretty much all he's got left. I don't really see him playing. Um, past the next three years but you know we'll see 
I think they belong here. Yeah, I, I I'm not saying they don't they don't belong in the top like four, but I don't think they should be two. I think they should be two. I you think, think so? I think number one. I think number one should have been the Patriots, and number two should have been the Saints. Because, really? Well, I mean, they did get robbed. They in did the NFC Championship game, which puts them in the Super Bowl as one of the top two teams. Um, yeah, that's true. I mean, I mean, they have it all. Like they got star wide receiver Michael Thomas. They got Alvin Kamara as a bad man. They got Jared Cook coming in as their tight end. Ted Ginn's back off of injury. Yeah. So I mean, you know, that's dangerous. true. I have them top four just because you know. I mean, I I don't know why I questioned Drew Brees again, but just having a, a, a magical year like he did last year, that's that's definitely hard to repeat. Um, We'll see. Kansas City, number one. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. Everybody has him as the best quarterback in the league right now, and that is uh, for good reason. Obviously, I think Tom Brady's number one. Uh, Patrick Mahomes definitely belongs in the top three conversation. The dude has a cannon of an arm, but Tyreek Hill um, being carted off is an issue. It's a big problem. He's losing a lot of speed on the offense. That draws the safeties away. Uh, no Kareem Hunt again. Um so we'll see. Number one seems a tad high. I probably would have had them three or four, but regardless, here they are. Yeah, I mean it, they're all offense, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy Reid. All offense, and so like you can have the number one offense and you know not win the Super Bowl, and we've seen it happen. So defense wins championships, man. You got to be able to play defense and run the ball, especially when you get late into the playoffs. And New England beat them because they played defense and ran the ball. Yep. Um, they just simply got out coached. So, uh, all right. So those are our power rankings. That went on a little longer than we wanted to, but at least we got we we got through it. Um, would you like to touch on uh, some Zeke situation, Mr. Lucas? Uh, yeah, for sure. We I think we got to touch up on the Zeke stuff, man. Yeah. I mean, America's team and the best player on there is causing some trouble. You know. He is, man. He is. He he's in Cabo right now <laughs> yeah try, yeah he's in Cabo training because he wanted to stay close that's what he said man yeah whatever I'm, he's in Cabo for Cabo let's be honest like come on <laughs> he's sitting on the beach drinking margaritas <laughs> he says he's training uh, he's up for a morning <laughs> run on the sand that's it yeah that's it this dude oh, man dude, it just seems so like I'm approach this from both sides on the one hand I can understand running back position being you know, running backs don't last very long in this league. You're lucky if you're if you're a starter for seven or more years, right? And with the way that his contract is right now, you know, he has two years left on his deal because uh, the Cowboys can pick up uh, the fifth-year option. Then you can franchise tag him for two. That puts him at seven total years. He doesn't get his big payday, although he does get play, paid the franchise tag money. Um, so he knows that he's at a vulnerable position, a position that doesn't last very long. It's very rare that it does, and he wants to get paid. I get it. He doesn't want to get injured and then automatically lose his value and then end up being kind of like DeMarco Murray uh, for Philly and just kind of lose a step. So I I get that, but at the same time, it just seems selfish to me, man. It really does. It's like because like the the team has a chance to do something special. You brought Jason Witten out of retirement. I don't think he would leave the comfort of his own home or that broadcast booth or being able to to to, to hang out with his wife and kids every day to just to come back to a team that he didn't think had a shot at winning at all. You know, he's not coming back. He sure. He's not coming back for 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 giggles, right? He's coming back sure because 
Yeah, he definitely believes in him, and he gives him that 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 uh, leadership and authority and, and and a father figure in the locker room. And then Zeke goes off and does something like this. It just it's a distraction going into the year, and every year the Cowboys have a distraction, and it's just getting old, man. It's been Zeke, man, yeah. for real. If you think about it, so like Zeke has been a problem with little stuff. All right? right. So he's met, he has met with, um, with the commissioner like three times <clears throat> in person and yeah. has talked to this man about his problems. All right. So you've got two years left on your contract, mm-hmm. right? And so you should have thought about that when you signed that deal. Like you signed the contract. Like, you, you knew what you're in for. And unless you want to be like Le'Veon Bell and sit out, then you need to come to training camp. The first preseason game is tomorrow. Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. It, it's I be- think it's unprofessional. It is unprofessional. It's beyond ridiculous. And I'm, I'm super disappointed, especially in a, in, in, in a person that – um, that represents the you know has a star on the side of his helmet and has been incredible ever since he's been in the league. Right, we're talking about 1,631 yards his rookie year, winning the rushing title. We're talking about 1,434 yards last year, winning the rushing title. He and in 2017 he almost hit a thousand yards and he missed six games. Like this guy is a special. This guy is a special talent. And when you have the, um, I'm sorry to cut you off. When you have the, the, the issues that we have around Dallas right now is that we have too many stars, and that is an incredible problem to have. Teams yep. would kill for this problem because we have too many guys that we can't pay max dollars to. Right, but his his turn isn't yet. He's got two years left. So it's like you're undercutting and cutting in line before these other guys that still got a year left on his deal. And and Dak. Right, Dak still on his rookie deal from a fourth round pick. He hasn't made the same amount of money as Zeke has in one year because he got the number four pick deal. He's made more money than Dak, and he's jumping in line in front of him because he wants his. He wants to get paid, and this is selfish well, to me, man. Yeah, for real. So like, there's definitely I don't know why he's trying to do this right now. I don't think it's helping his case, and and I'm gonna name off some things that are working against him. Hundred percent. Number one. Okay. The team already expressed in advance that Dak Prescott is their number one concern for yeah. a new contract right now. Okay, mm-hmm. so if you look at the money crunch that Dallas is in right now, like you would think, you would think that you would wait. Like, if you really care about your team, then you're gonna wait. But he's not. He wants it right now, two years early or whatever. I think he should have held off a year. And I don't think we'd be having this drama. Right. I, now. I agree. It's one thing to do it next year. You know, Dak gets paid, Amari gets paid, he's going into the final year of his contract. He proves again that he's a top three rusher in the league. He's really number one right now. Um, but he, he you know, let's say he has a really good year again next year, twelve hundred yards or twelve hundred yards or more, that's a good year for a running back, and then his stock is super high. And he gets his deal, or he gets traded, or whatever it may be, and that happens. But to, and I would get it. I, I understand. You want to get your money. You want to get paid. You know that you're gonna get. He, you know, he's already have a thousand, almost a thousand carries in the NFL, right? He averages three hundred yards. They're not three hundred yards. Three hundred carries per season, right? This and and I get. He takes more hits than anybody else. I get that. However, you can't just jump in line, man. You can't jump in right. line. It's causing it's causing distractions. It's causing issues. It just it makes us wonder why do, why don't we just trade him? 
you know, Herschel Walker 2.0. His stock is never going to be as high as it is right now. Yep. And and another thing, Jack, another thing working against him is look at the track record that Jerry Jones has with halfbacks. Yeah. Jerry McFadden comes in, and he's a stud. DeMarco mm-hmm. Murray comes in. He's a stud for him. Get rid of like, them both. And exactly. Get rid of them both. Gets the best end of the deal. And Cowboys come out with another top three running back the next season. And you have to look that a running back can literally come from anywhere. So you got James Conner for Pittsburgh. Yeah. Literally coming out of the dirt. If you have. This man's awesome. If you have the line for it. Right? Like, think about this Cowboy offensive line. They're really the MVPs of the whole thing because they they washed up Darren McFadden. They got him to rush over 1,000 yards, okay? DeMarco Murray, an unheard of guy, coming in. I think he was third or fourth round. We brought him in. We get, He won the starting job. We gave it to him, and he had an incredible year, a couple years, especially for Dallas, right? But yep. at the end of the day, we're not going to pay the running back top quarterback money. He's not. We can't pay him Todd Gurley money because if we pay him Todd Gurley money, which we'll talk about here in a second, we can't. Then we can't pay Dak and Amari Cooper and Jalen Smith and Byron Jones, right? Like, it, we, we we just can't do it. We, there, there's too many mouths to feed, right? And I think Stephen Jones came out and said that too. They're like, look, we understand that the, the the cap is our responsibility. It's up to us to figure out the cap, but it is a hard cap, right? That means it's not flexible. It's not like the NBA where you can just pay in a luxury tax if you pay over and give some people their max dollars. It, it is a hard cap that is what you can only spend, right? And if, if we – Dak's number one because you got to have the quarterback regardless. That's just the way the NFL is, okay? So we got to pay him. Amari, he's showing up, and he's doing what he's supposed to do with only one year left on his deal, might I add. And Amari has an immense amount of ammunition going into his negotiations because he yeah. transformed – the, the Cowboys offense with and 100%. without Amari Cooper, the numbers are completely and stack, stack really different. When you have a number one receiver, a number one option to take pressure off of the other receivers, then it opens up the entire rest of the field, including opening up options and lanes for Zeke. So I get him wanting I mean, to get his money, but it you're jumping in line, man. You're jumping yeah, in line. For sure. He's jumping the gun, and like Amari Cooper came in, changed the team. The Cowboys just signed Alfred Morris to like a $1 million deal for yeah. one year. Okay, and he's not bad. And this man, exactly. Like he's number one. He's been with the Cowboys before. Like he's comfortable with the Cowboys. In that offense, yeah. He can come in and start. Easy. He can come in, start, and do his job. And I think the Cowboys will still be good, right? Like they're right. still playoff contenders. Easy. Right. Right. Now, to 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 Zeke's credit, we we are not Super Bowl contenders without him. Right? right, I can say all this all I want when it's July thirty first, and we're talking we're talking about the preseason right now. It is completely different me wanting to pay him now versus me wanting to pay him in December when we're down six against Philly and we need him to get a fourth fourth and one. Right, right. it's completely different, right? Because because Zeke is that guy, right? He is a he is a transcendent player at the running back position. He's the best running back in the league right now. He's had two of the t- of the three rushing titles that he's been since he's been in the league, and he would have won it three straight years. If he hadn't missed that six games, but he missed that six games for a reason, right? Problems off the field. So it just leaves you wondering what, what, what's Dallas going to do? And Dallas has been sending a strong signal. They picked up Alfred Morris, who's familiar with the offense. I can come in and start right away, right? He's not Zeke, but he's not a scrub. And, right. and Jerry Jones said, mm-hmm. he said it, man. He's like, halfbacks don't win Super Bowls, right? He like, said, he said we don't need the leading rusher to win a Super Bowl. Exactly. 
He is, when it comes to money, like, okay, so Jerry Jones, this is what I've been seeing just all over with Skip Bayless, Stephen A., they're all saying the same thing. Jerry Jones, it can go from being your best friend to your worst enemy that quick because you don't mess with, with Jerry and money, right? right. You, you, that's just something he, he'll help you out with, and he has been defending. This, this is what bothers me. He's been defending Zeke through all the allegations, through the for problems years. at Vegas for years, man, for years. And he's like, I don't worry. I got your back. I'm going to take care of you. But then, but then Zeke turns his back on him and says, no, I'm not showing up until I get mine. That, that's so selfish, man. Like, there's different ways to accomplish this, right? I don't there's, understand. Like, Le'Veon Bell did this. It's we've so been annoying. through this, and we've seen what happened. Pittsburgh came out with a younger halfback mm-hmm. that is just as productive for them. Like, honestly, like, I think he's just as productive, maybe not in the passing game as much as right. Le'Veon Bell was, but... I mean, you don't you don't need Le'Veon Bell when you have James Conner. That's so and true. And so you you don't need Zeke when you've got the next uh, top five rusher in the league. You know? Yeah. Like, I um, it, it's crazy. Don't get me wrong. I would love to have Zeke on our team. Obviously, who wouldn't? Leading rusher in the past three years. Uh, transcendent talent. He's a guy that can make a difference when it's fourth and one and you're down six and in, in December in a cold game. He really can, and he can be that guy. And I just think if he understands and recognizes the special position and the window of opportunity that the Cowboys have here and not be selfish, I understand him wanting to get his money. I get it. But come on, man. You know, yeah, come on. Anyone anyone looking at this, I don't think you, I don't think anyone is questioning his skill and his talent. No, no, but no one what's is. Got people, what's got everyone upset is that the, the lawsuit – just came out so jerry jones right. covered up a crash all right mm-hmm. uh they've been trying to cover him up for the nightclub incidents mm-hmm. and like there's all this outside noise that comes with him and the cowboys embrace stuff like that right like, oh jerry okay. jerry it doesn't matter to jerry but but there comes a time when it's you know pac-man jones eventually too yeah. much outside crap is too much and and I just feel like, like if Zeke keeps going on, if he gets suspended some more, I'd rather it's have over. a halfback that's going to be there for 16 games than one that's going to be there for eight. So All right, you can just draft another SEC running back next year, and put him behind that stout offensive line and let him produce. Yeah, so, get, grab a guy from Alabama or Georgia, you're set. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're Ohio State, we're fine. Uh, yep. But yeah, I would love to have Zeke. I'll, I'll, I'll finish my my thoughts with this. I would love to have him. Um, I hope he comes back, especially before the preseason ends. I don't really expect him to play much in the preseason, but I love him for week one. Um, and I hope I, he, Jerry is sending strong negotiation messages of like, we don't need you. If you want to come back and be part of this team, great. We'd love to have you. You'll have the starting job. You could possibly lead the league in rushing again, and we'll get you paid next year. But we can't do it right now with the amount of few, uh, mouths that we have to feed. Don't jump your spot in line. Get back in it. Let's go play football. I'll leave it at that for for Zeke. Um, Moving on, Mr. Michael Thomas, on the other hand, just got paid. Okay, hundred million dollar deal, new five years. Okay, sixty one million guaranteed money. What what do you think about this, Lucas? I mean, what is he? Top five wide receiver? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. They love him. I haven't heard bad things about him ever. I think he deserves it. I think he you know, deserves I it, I think too. he earned it. 
Yeah. I think he earned it. Um, I think Todd Gurley earned the money he's made, which is just incredible. But right. I think I think he's earned it because like he is the guy on that team. When you I think the difference between him and Zeke is when you look on there, like Zeke isn't he isn't the only man there, right? Right. He's right. not the only one that can be the guy. At the end of the day, it's Dak Prescott's team. Whether you like it or not, he's going to be the leader. He's he's the one that Jerry Jones wants to be the face of the franchise. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I, like, if you look at the Rams, like, Todd Gurley's the face of that team, you know? And Michael Thomas is the young gun superstar for the Saints. Him and, him and Alvin Kamara and Drew Brees are like, if you think about a quarterback, halfback, wide receiver trio, like, that's competing for the best, really. It really is. It really is. Um, I, I like the culture in New Orleans. Um, they, they, it, it's almost Patriot-like. They're quiet. They keep they keep to themselves. They conduct their business. They study their film. They they play football, and they go out, and they and they do their thing, and they're very, very good at it. Um, it's not to say they don't have fun. It's not to say that they aren't a little flashy at times, but um, – Drew Brees and Sean Payton, they definitely have a really good locker room. And Michael Thomas, he went out and he got his, and uh, deservedly so. Um, putting up incredible numbers over the past couple of years. Definitely the number one target for Drew Brees. Um, potentially could have another career year uh, going in next year because Drew Brees is no scrub, and he ain't slowing down anytime soon. Um, so, uh, yeah, definitely like that. He got his money. I think Zeke could learn a thing or two. Uh, <laughs> and that's it. But but but, Mr. Lucas, uh, that that's all I have for for us today. Uh, did, did we miss anything? Um, did we run over the injuries? Just so oh no, injuries. we gotta talk about the injuries. Gotta talk about the injuries. Uh, key injuries, and I have a list here. Uh, this is just happened this week. Again, we're recording this in July, uh, at the end of July. Uh, so far, we have Tyreek Hill carded off. Derek Henry. Having an injury, a- Andrew Luck with a calf, and AJ Green carted off again. I think they, some more news came out about AJ Green, possible to miss at least a quarter of the season, maybe the first half. Um, we're waiting for more reports on that, but these yeah. are a lot of key injuries, and these yeah. worry me. The uh, so Derek Henry's walking around in a boot, and in my head, I think he's going to be one of the top fantasy guys coming off the rip. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he was he was like he was the best halfback. For the last four or six weeks of the season, incredible, incredible, yeah. And so, uh, also, <clears throat> you have Golden Tate is serving a four-game suspension at the beginning of the year. He, uh, him and his wife were having some issues uh, having a baby, and so they went to the doctor, and he was taking some medicine for it. He didn't check what was in the medicine, and he got tagged. You know. Oof. That's rough. So he's hit. He's hit with that substance abuse policy. Four weeks. Man, they're strict about that. All substance abuse, man. They're definitely strict. As I mean, as they should be. As they should be. Um, yep. Yeah, Tyree Kill is definitely a big concern. He's a huge weapon for Patrick Mahomes. Like I said, I think he spreads the field, gives lanes open for other guys. Um, that's a big problem. Derrick Henry. Uh, integral to uh, Marcus Mariota and that offense. I think he uh, alleviates some of the pressure from Mariota. Um, on a contract year. Yeah, Crazy. on a con- that that that's definitely rough because if he you know if he had a year, let's say a full year of the of the same production that he had at the end of the year this past uh, 2018 that last six games, 
man, he could he could he could easily been a top four, top three, uh, maybe even highest paid running back in the game at that point. Um, Andrew Luck, uh, this one sticks out to me the most because you know he had just come off, he just had a full year to where he was healthy, and we show he showed us all what he can do when healthy. Um, that line had gotten a lot better at protecting him. Um, their offense looked incredible. They have a young, stout uh, defense, and I really wanted to see them make a run at um, at the AFC Championship game. Uh, they were really close last year. Um, so Andrew Luck, you know, heart goes out to him, man, because he's been battling injuries for so long, and I really feel like he is, you know, top five quarterback, especially with the year last year. Um, for sure. So, so that really does that really does suck. AJ Green, you know, the only hope for the Bengals if he's out, chalk up the season. Um, they don't really have much else there, uh, especially when you take a talent like that off. It's just like it's just like Atlanta if they lost Julio, um, you know, and even for, even with the Cowboys for example, back in 2014, I think it was 2015 we lost uh, Dez for a little bit, um, and our offense just wasn't the same. When you lose your number one receiver, that is definitely. Um, a problem. Hopefully, we don't see any more injuries going throughout the preseason. You hate to see it. Uh, fantasy is way more fun when everybody is healthy, um, and the games are way more entertaining. So, um, hopefully, hopefully nobody else gets hurt. But I would be lying if I say I didn't expect it. So that definitely, that definitely always, stinks. Always some big names. Yeah. Out of training camp and. Uh... First couple weeks of preseason. preseason, really the the first couple weeks of the regular season too, mm-hmm. like like Delaney Walker getting hurt first get, game of the year last year was a huge deal. Yeah, getting back into that game speed, man. Um, yeah, it's and, and getting back to getting hit <laughs> at almost 100 miles an hour every 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 down. Um, you know, training camp, training camp is so so mellowed out now. Like they don't they don't they're not even in. Full they're super pad. cautious. Yeah, they yeah. don't want anyone getting hurt because the the worst thing you can that you want is one of your star players going down in a practice yeah i I will say uh zeke being out for training camp ain't as big a deal uh because i mean really you don't know how the run game's going to be until week one regular season yeah and they Uh, they hold off on zeke a little bit every year you know they give him a little bit of snaps to kind of kind of bring it back in you know a couple drives but um yeah I, i wasn't really expecting zeke to play too much of the preseason anyway um, I will be concerned if this holdout lingers into the regular season, but I am hopeful that hopefully by preseason week three, we see um, some different reports and we see him reporting to training camp. Um, that would be welcome news. Ooh, Hall of Fame game. Oh yes. Gotta touch on that tomorrow just a little bit. Quick, quick, uh, pre- quick prediction. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go first. Okay. Oh my goodness. We have what is the game? It is Atlanta, and. Um, and who else? It is Atlanta and the Broncos. Atlanta and the Broncos. Okay, well, I expect Atlanta uh, and pretty much a landslide. Um, you know, but again, with the Hall of Fame game, you don't really expect to see uh, your players out there past the first quarter. You know, you want to kind of get them in and get them the reps and see what they have in the second unit. Uh, I think Calvin Ridley is going to show out. I think he'll have an incredible game. It would be inter- It's going to be interesting to see Joe Flacco in a Denver uniform. Um yeah. I think the first couple drives are going to be key. Um, everybody kind of get out there, getting excited, getting getting fresh, ready for uh, ready for football to be back in the air. Man, I'm so excited football's back, dude. Like, yeah. it, like we have a pro game or a college game for the rest of the year until after the Super Bowl, and I'm so happy because during the offseason, man, I'm literally just I, – I, uh, 
I just Such get dr- sad, I just get drained. There's nothing else going on. I I'm upset. You know, maybe cry a little. Um, yeah, I think I think you look for you know, Devonte Freeman got hurt last year, I believe. So like, hopefully he's healthy. Maybe for he, sure. Maybe he comes in and takes a couple snaps just to show that he's good. And yeah. uh, if Joe Flacco does come out and play a drive, maybe just to see him in the Bronco uniform. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. I, I expect I expect the first team to play the first couple drives, if not the first quarter, and then after that we'll we'll start evaluating some of that new talent and see if they can make a spot on the team, which is always exciting. You know, some people don't really like the preseason. Some people are like, oh, it's a waste of time. But I like seeing the, the new and upcoming talent and see who could possibly be um, making making a making a run and getting a starting job in the next year or two. So, oh yeah, um, I mean, I, it's, it's life changing stuff. It really is. Uh, determines if you're going to be on the 53 man roster or not. So, um, definitely exciting times ahead. Lucas, can we, can we take a second? F- football's back, man. It, it's I back. Oh. I'm excited. Tomorrow, it's been too official long. start to the year. Yes. Can't wait. Yes, man. And, and guys, this podcast is something we're going to be doing every week. Uh, we are super excited. We'll be bringing you uh, predictions for the game. We'll talk about uh, stuff that happened the week before. We'll talk about any news that goes down, what happens. We're going to be talking about fantasy. We're going to be giving our tips and tricks. We are both champions of our league, by the way. Um, and I, I expect one of us to repeat again this year. If we don't, then uh, we are scrubs. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, it goes if I don't another... win, then everyone on my team got hurt. Oh, dude, that's, that's happened a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> Big Ben. Yo, Big Ben has thwarted me twice. Seriously. Uh, Lost uh, me two years in a row. I remember that. (laughs) I remember that, dude. Yo, but do you know the pressure we're under now? Since we have our own NFL podcast now, if we don't perform in the fantasy league, then (laughs) what are we doing? That completely invalidates us. Scrubs. (laughs) We're scrubs. Scrubs. We're terrible. Uh, But, guys, I think that's all my hot takes for for this week. I'm super excited that football is back. Really excited about doing this podcast. Like I said at the beginning, this is one of my favorite things in the world to do now. Um, just sitting here talking with my friends about things that I love, things that I'm passionate about. So be sure to give the podcast a follow. Give it a like if it's on YouTube. We will be putting this on different platforms, YouTube, Spotify, Poc- uh, Anchor, as well as SoundCloud and uh, soon to be Apple Podcasts within the, within the next coming weeks. Hopefully we can get it on there as well. We want it to distribute as, as far and wide as we possibly can so you guys can enjoy uh, the content come and hang out with us once a week really sure to appreciate you guys listening uh that's it for me Any, anything you got mr lucas oh this is that's it that's a wrap hey.